السلام عليك زين الأنبياء السلام على إن الحمد لله حمدا يوافي نعمه ويكافئ مزيده اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وقرة أعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الأطهار وأصحابه الأخيار ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم وإياي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله تقوى الله الذي لا يقبل غيرها ولا يرحم إلا أهلها ولا يثيب إلا عليها وأحسن يرحمكم الله إن رحمة الله قريب من المحسنين الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر الله أكبر ولله الحمد الحمد لله Today is an especially blessed day because it is the combination of two Eids for us. It is the Eid Al-Adha, and it is also the Eid of the day of Jumu'ah. And as the ulama said, that this is an especially auspicious occasion when one of the days of Eid falls on also the day of Jumu'ah, and that that day is even more sacred and blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And really every day, as the Salaf said, as Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib radiyallahu anhu wa karramallahu wajha, he said that every day that we do not disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we engage in realizing our ubudiyya, our servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a day of Eid. It's a day of celebration. And every day that we draw closer to Allah is a day of celebration. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the realities of this day and to internalize the meanings and the lessons within this day. And when we look at the, uh, the ayat, the verses of the Qur'an that relate to the Hajj and relate to the acts of worship and the rites of the pilgrimage, this noble and beautiful and blessed pillar of Islam, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow the ummah insha'Allah to return to having access to it and may Allah accept from the hujjaj who might have been small in number but insha'Allah are great in their value and their representation for the rest of the ummah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in these rites of hajj he reminds us that the goal the ultimate purpose behind the pilgrimage is to increase in taqwa and to increase in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is one of the most uh, powerful ways to increase in taqwa and one of the most natural consequences and byproducts of a heart that is filled with taqwa. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem, Al-hajju ashhurun ma'lumat. Faman farada fihinna al-hajja fala rafatha wala fusuqa wala jidala fil-hajj. That pilgrimage, the hajj, is made in the appointed months. That it is the appointed time set by Allah. And whoever commits to performing the pilgrimage, let them stay away from intimacy or any sort of lewdness or intimacy, foul language and argumentation during the hajj. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا تَفْعَلُ مِنْ خَيْرًا يَعْلَمْهُ اللَّهُ وَتَزَوَّدُوا فَإِنَّ خَيْرَ الزَّادِ التَّقْوَى Then Allah says, whatever good you do, Allah fully knows it. And take the necessary provisions for the journey. And surely the best provision is taqwa. And this is also an indication, as Imam al-Haddad says, that تَبَلَّغْ بِالْقَلِيلِ مِنَ الْقَلِيلِ وَهَيِّ الزَّادَ لِلسَّفَرِ الطَّوِيلِ He says, prepare, رضي الله عنه, for the long journey. And that is the journey towards the akhirah. And that is a journey that we will all face at an appointed time. And that the provision that helps us survive, that helps us continue on that journey, and helps us, insha'Allah, successfully arrive where we are uh, destined for, the destination that we are seeking is taqwa. And take the necessary provisions for the journey and the best provision is taqwa. And be mindful of me, O people of reason. So when a person, their heart becomes transformed by the realities of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing us and teaching us and the lessons that we must internalize in these days of hajj, that we cannot just go on living in the world just being on autopilot. And that there are so many people who don't actually, even people of belief, who don't actually think about the signs that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed within his creation. That in the alteration of the night and day and the seasons and the sacred seasons and the times and days set by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there are profound meanings that nourish the hearts and irrigate the hearts. And if a person doesn't open their eyes and open their inner sight to see those signs from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then they will live a miserable life. وَمَنْ أَعْرَضَ عَنْ ذِكْرِي فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً ضَنْكَ And whoever turns away from my remembrance and my reminder, they will have a miserable life. And there are people who have everything from the dunya. Fame, houses, cars, money, whatever you can imagine. Yet they're empty. They're empty. And they try to fill that hole with things that will just numb the pain. And here we have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sending his beloved sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa the best of creation. Istajibu lillahi wa lirrasuli idha da'akum lima yuhyikum. Respond to Allah and his messenger when he calls you and invites you to that which gives you life. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring to life 
the hearts of our brothers and sisters and our neighbors and family members who have not yet tasted the sweetness of Iman. May Allah bring their hearts to life with Iman. May Allah bring their hearts to life with love of Him and love of His Messenger This is what we're being called to. This is the true Eid. This is the true celebration when Allah puts nur in your heart. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that, that this is the natural result of remembrance. For those sincere hearts that engage in the hajj, for those sincere hearts that are seeking Allah in the days of hajj, when they receive what they receive from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and their hearts become illuminated and alive, the natural result is dhikr, the remembrance of Allah, the beloved subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says, فَإِذَا أَفَضْتُمْ مِنْ عَرَفَاتٍ فَاذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ عِنْدَ الْمَشْعَرِ الْحَرَامِ When you return from Arafat, this is directed to the pilgrims, but this teaches us the, the reality of the hajj. When you return from Arafat, remember Allah near the sacred place. And then once again, the call to remembrance. And remember him and praise him for having guided you. For surely before this you were astray. This is in Surah Al-Baqarah. And then a few verses later, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us again to remember him. فَإِذَا قَضَيْتُمْ مَنَاسِكَكُمْ فَاذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ كَذِكْرِكُمْ آبَاءَكُمْ when you have completed your sacred rites of the Hajj, remember Allah as you used to remember your forefathers and even more passionately. That the Arabs, they used to come together at night and they would gather and they would recall the stories of their forefathers and their honor and their mention. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, come together and remember Allah the way you used to remember your forefathers and even more intensely and more passionately because the heart is now alive. And when the heart tastes the sweetness of the remembrance of Allah, then it naturally inclines towards that. Until anything that distracts one from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually becomes painful and actually feels strange and foreign to a heart that becomes saturated with the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is the true Eid that we remember Allah and that's why we engage in abundant remembrance, glorifying Allah so that our heart can open to the realities of that dhikr, which inshallah we'll talk about in the second khutbah, bi-idhnillahi ta'ala. Wallahu yaqulu wa qawluhu al-haqqu al-mubin. Wa idha qur'i al-Qur'anu fastami'u lahu wa ansitu la'allakum turhamun. وقال تبارك وتعالى فإذا قرأت القرآن فاستعذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ولكل أمة جعلنا من سكن ليذكر اسم الله على ما رزقهم من بهيمة الأنعام فإلهكم إله واحد فله أسلموا وبشر المخبتين الذين إذا ذكر الله وجلت قلوبهم والصابرين على ما أصابهم والمقيم الصلاة 
والمقيم الصلاة ومما رزقناهم ينفقون Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the translation of which is for every community we appointed a rite of sacrifice so that they may, pr they may pronounce the name of Allah over the sacrificial animals he has provided for them for your God is only one God Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so submit yourselves to him alone and give good news O prophet to the humble the mukhbitin and what's the, the description of these people? Those whose hearts tremble at the remembrance of Allah, who patiently endure whatever may befall them, and who, and who establish the prayer and donate from what we have provided for them. بارك الله لي ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم وأجارنا من خزه وعذابه الأليم أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم ولوالدينا ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم إن الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسيا بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر ولله الحمد إمام الحداد teaches us about the realities of dhikr that for those who really want something to seek for those who really have high aspirations, for those who really want to be successful, because sometimes you feel something inside of yourself that I want to be something. I want to be someone. I want to do great things. And that's a beautiful thing when it's directed in the right direction. And there is nothing greater that you can seek to achieve than this. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. He says, Imam al-Haddad, he who would delight in tasting some of the secrets of the path and having some of its realities unveiled before him, let him be intent on remembering Allah Ta'ala with a heart that is present, adab that is abundant, having adab with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, attention that is sincere, and concentration that is piercing. That when you remember Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, it's not just an experience of the tongue, that you remember Allah and your mind is elsewhere, but that you remember Allah with adab. The best way to do it for whoever is able to be in that state is to be in a state of wudu, to face the qibla, to realize that you're in the presence of the one that you're remembering, Jalla Jalalu, to have a heart that is present, to think about what you are saying, courtesy that is abundant, such as facing the qibla and being in tahara, attention that is sincere, thinking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and focusing and concentration that is piercing. What happens to the person when they, these qualities are combined within them? What, do they, what does Allah open up for them? Then Allah will open your heart to the realities of dhikr and you will receive directly from the one being remembered. 
subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imam al-Haddad then says, whenever these are combined in a person, to him is revealed the highest malakut, the heavenly realm. His spirit, his soul beholds the realities of the world of utmost purity. And the eye of his sir, the essence of his being, witnesses the highest and holiest beauty, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the reality of dhikr, and that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is inviting us to and reminding us of in these days. And then Imam al-Haddad says, وَإِن رُمْتَ أَن تُحْضَى بِقَلْبٍ مُنَوَّرٍ if you aspire to attain a luminous heart that is purified of delusions, then devote yourself entirely to remembrance. Persist in remembrance and darkness and in light and in every state with tongue and soul. With tongue and soul. And if you uh, hold on and adhere to the dhikr with sincerity, a light unlike that of the sun or a moon, the moon will uh, appear to you. He says, but it is a light from Allah mentioned in Surah An-Nur, so read it. This is the reality of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will place in the heart of someone who has these qualities and devotes themselves to the remembrance of their Lord Jalla Jalalu. And when a person realizes that and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows his love upon them, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the hadith Qudsi, I become the seeing with which he sees, the hearing with which he hears, the hand with which he strikes and the foot by which he walks, and if he asks of me, I will surely grant him whatever he asks. Tell me by Allah what is greater than that. What can be sought greater than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowing such a degree of care and concern for a human being who outwardly is made of flesh and blood, but his reality is that he's elevated by Allah and chosen and selected. And the path to that is through the remembrance of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. And these are the days of remembrance. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us this through his generosity and gentleness and mercy and grace. And by following in the footsteps of the greatest of the dhakirin, the Sayyidu dhakirin, the one who was present with his Lord in every moment and the only one in creation to be brought to the very presence of Allah past all of the seven heavens, Sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Wa akthiru min al-salati wa salam ala al-bashir al-nadhir al-siraj al-munir Sayyidina Muhammad. Fa inna allaha amarana bi amrin bada'a fihi bi nafsih. Wa thanna bil malaikati al-musabbihati bi qudsih. Wa ayaha bil mu'minina ta'mima. Faqala mukhbiran wa amiran lahum takriman wa ta'zima. Inna allaha wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala al-nabi. يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا المصطفى محمد وعلى الخليفة من بعده المختار وصاحبه وأنيسه في الغار مؤازر رسول الله في حالي الساعة والضيق خليفة رسول الله سيدنا أبي بكر الصديق رضي الله عنه وعلى من نشر العدل في الآفاق فاشتهر 
الذي رفع الله له القدر فيما أنزل على خير البشر حليف المحراب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه وعلى الناصح لله في السر والإعلان من استحيت منه ملائكة الرحمن محي الليالي بتلاوة القرآن ذو النورين أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عثمان بن عفان رضي الله عنه وعلى أخ النبي المصطفى وابن عمه ووليه وباب مدينة علمه إمام أهل المشارق والمغارب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله عنه وعلى الحسن والحسين سيدي شباب أهل الجنة في الجنة وريحانتي نبيك بنص السنة وعلى أمهما الحوراء فاطمة البتول الزهراء وعلى خديجة الكبرى وعائشة الرضا وأمهات المؤمنين وعلى الحمزة والعباس وسائر أهل بيت نبيك الذي طهرتهم من الدنس والأرجاس وعلى أهل بدر وأهل أحد وأهل بيعة الرضوان وعلى سائر الصحب الأكرمين ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا في مقامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضاء إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها يا أرحم الراحمين Oh Allah we ask you in these blessed and sacred days of the Hajj in the days that our hearts are turning to you, Ya Akram al-Akrameen, and the hearts of the righteous are turning to you, Ya Ajwad al-Ajwadeen, that you make that a source and a means for the alleviation and relief for the Ummah, Ya Arham rahimin We ask you, Ya Allah, that you grant us a sincere repentance and that you free us from the burden and the shackles of sin and that you make us people of your remembrance, Ya Arham rahimin We ask you, Ya Allah, that you allow each and every one of our hearts to taste the the sweetness of your remembrance and that the love of you and the love of your messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam is more beloved to us than everything else ya akram al-akramin wa ya arham al-rahimin and we ask you ya allah that you lift this uh, disease and you lift this pandemic and that you restore everything in the best of states, Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen, and that you open the doors of guidance, and you open the doors of da'wah ila Allah, and that you open the doors of knowledge, and that you open the doors of purification of the heart, Ya Akram Al-Akrameen, Wa Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen, Wa Ya Ajwad Al-Ajwadeen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in ibadallah. إن الله أمر بثلاث ونهى عن ثلاث إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولذكر الله أكبر